Welcome to Web3 Simplified, where we explore NFTs, cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, and all things Web3. New technology can sometimes be confusing and complicated, but it shouldn't be. So on Web3 Simplified, we are going to break it down into easy-to-understand definitions, explanations, how-tos, and stories. Now to the host of Web3 Simplified, Sean Specie. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to Web3 Simplified. If you're a brand new listener, so excited that you're here. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. And today's topic is all about Web3 websites and the way in which we interact with them, but primarily, why do people ask you to connect to your wallet? Why do they want your their website to connect to your wallet if you're uh, just there as a visitor or if you're trying to do something or all those kinds of things. So why why do we need to do that? And this question uh, really comes from the Discord community. So someone uh, recently just dropped in there and said, hey, I've been exploring a little bit more about some different crypto communities and different crypto projects and things like that. And she shared this link. And on the website, there was a spot where you could connect your wallet. So she's like, well, why why would a group do that? And so I thought it was a fantastic question. And so today's episode, are uh, I've got four different reasons for why a Web3 website or project or company or group, uh, uh, someone would want you to connect your wallet, so your Web3 wallet, which is like your safe and your wallet combined, um, or at least they can be, and why would they want you to be able to connect your wallet to there, right? And so the four reasons are this. I'm going to give it to you straight up, and then we're going to talk about them. So reason number one is they want you to buy something, either buy a cryptocurrency or buy an NFT or buy something else. The second thing is uh, they would want you to sell something, either sell your NFT sell uh, your cryptocurrency or sell something else. You could even sell a t-shirt by you have a t-shirt, you connect your wallet that says, I'm going to send you my crypto. The person connects their wallet. They're going to send their crypto, those kinds of things. So you can sell something. Um, the, so the, the third reason is uh, you would, they would need to verify something. So verify that you own either a crypto or an NFT or something else. And then uh, the fourth reason would be to unlock something, to unlock access, basically just them. It's still them verifying, but it's the reason why is to, to unlock something. So those are the four reasons why someone would need to uh, connect the wallet. So let's talk about them. So if you're going to buy something in the web three landscape, a lot of times, and this goes for buying and selling. So buying something, you would either buy cryptocurrency. So you would need to have a wallet to hold that cryptocurrency. And so sometimes you're exchanging, you're saying, Hey, I've got money here. And so I need to connect my wallet and maybe it's, you're buying uh, Ethereum and you have Bitcoin, or maybe it's, you're doing this. And, and this person has created, this organization has created this system that allows you to do that. So you would need to connect your wallet. Sometimes if you're buying something, a lot of times, if you have an NFT, this is probably one of the more common reasons, uh, or things that you would buy in the Web3 landscape is you have a certain amount of cryptocurrency. Uh, Someone else 
ha wants uh, has an has an item, an NFT, a non fungible token, and they want to sell it, and they want to sell it for a certain price, and they say, "Hey, I'm going to list it for X." They might do it on a marketplace like OpenSea or X2Y2 or LooksRare, and so they say, "I'm going to sell this NFT for a certain amount of money." And you have that certain amount of money, so you connect to it. They they have already listed by connecting their wallet to it. And then now the smart contract is going to execute that uh, transaction. Um, so buying something, selling something. And even now as I'm describing this, I've got a fifth reason, which is to transfer something. You would need to crypt, like if you want to transfer an NFT somewhere, Maybe not necessarily a cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, you can just send it. An NFT, might you might need to connect your wallet to a certain a decentralized app, some kind of system that someone's created in order to send the NFT somewhere. So that might be a reason. I need to do a little bit more research into that. So we talked about buying something, either crypto or NFT or uh, something else. Someone, again, like they might have a T-shirt listed for sale on their website, and they might accept cryptocurrency as a form of payment. They say, hey, if you buy this thing, I'll ship it to you in two days or less. And then uh, they accept uh, Solana or they accept uh, Matic, which is on the Polygon network, or they accept some other cryptocurrency uh, in, in exchange for payment, and then they will send you something. So that's a reason why they might do that. And the smart contract, again, like it pulls it out of it. It's a lot like when you go to, you type in your credit card number to buy something on Amazon, or if you're buying a flight, for example, if you go to delta.com, you buy a flight, you type in your uh, credit card number and you verify everything. And then it charges you a certain amount of money. Well, that's what a smart contract is doing when you connect your wallet to it. It says, hey, this person has listed this amount for sale. You want to buy it? Great. So you need to do that. So that's buying something and then selling something. So uh, selling something isn't is exactly what I was just talking about, but uh, let's go into what happens on the front end. So if I go to OpenSea, OpenSea, uh, again, I want to verify this, OpenSea.io, and I want to sell a non-fungible token. I bought one or I bought three and I want to sell them. Um, so I connect my wallet, and OpenSea is then registering the fact that, okay, I actually have this listed, that I can sell this. It, it pulls up everything that I own, and then I can click a sell button. And then it'll ask for me to, uh, it'll have a pop-up whenever there's some form of interaction, usually with your wallet, what will happen is there'll be some kind of pop-up or something the website will refresh and it will say what the website is trying to do. And sometimes when it's doing this, it pops up and it says uh, it's trying to read what's in your wallet. And then it might even say a statement, something that says there will, this is not uh, triggering a tr This will trigger no transactions or something like that. Um, if there is uh, a pop-up and it is trying to trigger a transaction. So essentially like, uh, OpenSea, uh, I go to OpenSea.io as describing, I go to sell something, it'll pop up and it will ask me to sign in order to trigger a transaction. It'll charge a transaction fee because I'm essentially, OpenSea is essentially writing a smart contract for me 
that says, I'm ready to sell this thing. And whenever someone else is ready to it, I can say, Hey, I've got, I'm listing this for 30 days. If someone within these 30 days says yes, well then, uh, the smart contract is executed. Right. And so it actually triggers like a transaction, um, to verify that I have the NFT and for the smart contract to be written. And then, um, for essentially the NFT to be in kind of a holding pattern, uh, unless I change my mind or unless the NFT is actually sold. All right. So we talked about buying something, selling something now, um, again, both buying and selling things, those are probably going to be executed with a smart contract. Um, I talked about, uh, if you connect to buy something, so someone has listed it and created a smart contract, or maybe they created a smart contract on their own or a different system like OpenSea has created it for you. Well, uh, they, then if you go to buy an NFT or buy something else, then it'll probably be the other end of the smart contract. You'll connect your wallet to it and says, Hey, here's the smart contract. A lot of times it has computer code and different things. And a lot of times the wallets will simplify that for you by saying, here's what it's trying to do is it's trying to trigger a transaction for this thing. And then you either sign it or you reject it. So, uh, now, so buying something and selling something are the first two reasons why you need to connect your Web3 wallet. The third reason why you might need to connect your Web3 wallet is if someone, a group or organization or something is trying to verify something. They're trying to verify any number of things. It could be that they're trying to verify that you own a cryptocurrency or even that your wallet is uh, set up to receive a cryptocurrency. So they're verifying one of those two things. They could be verifying that you own an NFT in that wallet. So the way that it would do that is it would basically essentially look within your wallet to say, is there something uh, an NFT that's any number of a, a list of NFTs? So like a list of these numbers and this computer code that says, Hey, I own this thing. So it could be looking through a list. It could be looking for if you've interacted with a smart contract before. So it's trying to verify something. And a lot of times, especially in the web three and NFT space, if you uh, buy an NFT and you're trying to get access to a group or something, it's verifying that you own it. And a lot of times uh, the pop-up, a lot of people, a very popular one is Collabland. And even Collabland will then say, hey, make sure that you, when it's again the pop-up and it says, hey, we're trying to do this, this, and this, which is just basically see in your wallet that you own this. And please make sure that you see that the uh, accepted link, the URL for Collabland is this. They're even trying to make sure that you're verifying that it's actually Collabland and it's not someone creating a Collabland scam where then it's going to remove the NFTs from your wallet. So uh, buy something is number one reason. Sell something is the number two reason. Verify something. And then really this is, uh, it almost could be the same as verify something. Um, but essentially you're trying what, What's happening when you're verifying it is the fourth reason why you might need to connect your wallet is to unlock something. And so you, if you were to have a door 
to a imagine a door to like a restaurant and the door is locked. You need to have a key to unlock the door or you need to have someone on the inside in order to open the lock themselves, right? Well, in the internet, it's a lot easier instead of having someone sitting there waiting for someone to show up and click the unlock button or turn the unlock the uh, internet version of like the unlock uh we'll call the like the deadbolt, right? Well, instead of doing that, what people do is they create these lines of computer code that say, hey, if they connect or if they own this thing, then it will automatically unlock the door for them, which is what Collabland, the whole system, is doing. That's one of the ways in which you can unlock something. So uh, it's the reason why people would want to verify that you either have your wallet set up so that you can receive a cryptocurrency or the reason why someone would want you to own a cryptocurrency or own an NFT and why they want to verify that you can do these things or that you own these things is so that it will unlock something for you. It will unlock either a process. So let's say, for example, you win a contest. Uh, You're on Twitter and someone tweets out this thing and they're like, congratulations, Go to this website and connect your wallet. Well, the reason why you would need to do that is uh, so that they they can unlock the process of actually sending you something. You either win an NFT or you win a cryptocurrency. Well, there's different blockchains. There's different networks. They want to verify that you can interact on that blockchain, and they want to verify that uh, and then that verification is going to unlock the process so that if it is well then they're going to send you whatever it is that you're won. So that's an example of how it would work. Another example of how it might work is uh if so instead of you winning something it could be that you uh want to gain access to this private level. So one of the NFTs that I bought personally, and this is not financial advice. Um, this is uh, please do your own research before buying or selling anything in the web three space. But one of the NFTs that I bought, uh, is called a leveling up hero. And there is a marketer by the name of Eric Sue. Um, and he is, uh, I I've been listening to a couple of his podcasts for a little while now. I need to catch up on a bunch of them. But I just think he's a really interesting person. I think he's a smart business person. Uh, He has uh, created and has built several businesses that I'm aware of. And I wanted to gain access to an online course and gain access to a group of entrepreneurs. And so I bought this NFT for a certain amount of money. And then So in order to gain access, so a lot of people will use Discord, like I've got a Web3 Simplified Discord community, which is where this whole conversation came from. And so in order to gain access to certain channels where I can ask other entrepreneurs other questions, I can ask Eric questions, things like that, well, I need to connect my wallet. So I have the NFT in my wallet. I need to connect my wallet to uh, this thing and then... Uh, using Collabland or some other system. And then it will tell Discord that I own that NFT and it will unlock certain channels so that I can ask questions or that I can get a Zoom link to an upcoming Zoom meeting or whatever that looks like. 
So um, there's uh, that kind of verification process. And there's many other use cases for that. Uh, like, for example, the Leveling Up Heroes one, I, in order to get access to the online course, I went back to the Leveling Up Heroes website, connected my wallet, it saw that I owned my NFT, and then I was able to uh, get access to the online course. It let me create a username, log in, and start taking the online course. So those are the reasons why uh, you would need to connect your wallet to a website or something else in Web3. Usually it's, usually it's like you click on this link and you connect your website and it's some kind of web uh, internet-based kind of thing. That's the most, most of the time what's going to happen. So um, if, if you have questions like this, uh, please be sure, or if you have feedback for me on these different things, if you've thought of a different reason, please be sure to go to web3simplified.xyz and you can join the Discord community. In the, in the top right, there's a little Discord logo and you can uh, click that and then join the Discord community and drop a question. If you have a question, drop it there. If you have an answer, if you want to uh, interact with other people and say, hey, I found this article, we'd be honored if you uh, joined the community and checked it out there. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening to this episode. I hope that it was helpful for you with the four reasons why you would connect your wallet to something in the Web3 landscape. And if this was helpful for you, I'd be honored if you left the podcast a review on either Apple or Spotify uh, primarily. I know that those are the two most popular podcast listening platforms. So wherever you listen, if you could drop, if you can drop a review, I'd be honored if you did that. And in a future, uh, the very next thing I'm going to be talking about, the very next podcast episode that I've already gotten notes on, uh, because last week we talked about rug pulls and the four different types of rug pulls. This week we talked about how to connect your wallet. And so because we're talking about uh, rug pulls, which is another way of saying kind of a scam or a failed business, and you can go back and listen to that podcast episode. But uh, now that we are talking about connecting your wallet and interacting with a certain way, the thing that popped into my mind is, uh, well, uh, there's questions like, okay, well, how do I interact in a safe way, which is kind of where the conversation went with the person who shared this topic and, and brought this up in my mind. So I'm going to talk next week about different types of wallets and how you can use them and uh, maybe not different type. Well, yes, there'll be different types of wallets, how you can use different wallets in order to interact a little bit more securely and safely and try to avoid scams. And then the next episode after that, we can talk about how to avoid just some practical tips and tricks, things that I've learned for how to uh, avoid being scammed in Web3, those kinds of things. So stay tuned for future episodes. That's what's coming uh, down the pipeline. So again, thanks so much. Be sure to go to web3simplified.xyz if you want to see. Uh, I've got an entire glossary of Web3 terms. There, I'm adding even more answers to popular questions uh, and frequently asked questions, as well as if you want to learn more about how to create a wallet, how to buy an NFT, how to view the NFT, and then a uh, all of this is in video format, all in an easy-to-access online course. It's called NFT Simplified. There's a button on the website, and it's only $19. Um, so it's only $19 for all the time and effort and uh, work that I spent in uh, putting into that course. So again, that's at web3simplified.xyz. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you in a future uh, podcast or episode of Web3 Simplified. Later. Later.